0: Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire to Lead, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua Stamper. Aspire Leaders, thank you so much for joining us this week, and I am so excited about the conversation I'm about to have with a fantastic educator and someone who's touching the world of education in a lot of different ways, including through mental health, fitness, and nutrition, and I'm super pumped about not only being able to connect with him, but just to learn a little bit more about what he's doing with TeacherFit. So Nick, thank you so much for being on Aspire to Lead.
1: Gosh, it is an honor to be here. I've been a, a follower and a supporter and a fan for a long time, and it's it's great to connect and learn more about you as we go through this journey together.
0: Well, as a former graphic designer, I wanted to say that your logo, it's amazing. I, I love it. I, I see folks with t-shirts and people posting on social media all the time with, with your gear, and I, I've always been drawn to that logo, so I don't know, you know who created it, but just <laughs> shout-out to you know, your brand and, and what you're doing. But I wanted to talk a lot about, you know, how you're affecting education and students and teachers. But uh, before we do that, can we just learn a little bit about your educational and leadership journey?
1: Yeah. So with regards to my kind of leadership journey, then we'll we'll dive into the education piece of it. I am a veteran of the Marine Corps. I was an infantry officer in the Marine Corps for about eight years. And the last couple of years of my career, I was actually selected to teach at the basic school. So Every Marine Corps officer has to go through six months of leadership development, ethics, values, decision-making, infantry tactics, and I taught there uh, to all the new officers that came into the Marine Corps for three years. So that was like my first jump into kind of educating others besides just training my Marines. Um, And then after that, got into the health and fitness world, and through that journey, I've always had a passion for working with young people and had a great opportunity to start an after-school program in my local school district after going to almost every middle and high school and begging, just like, hey, can I do this? I want to work with the kids. I got an opportunity with Hamish Brewer at Fred Lynn Middle School, I think in 2017 was the first school year I was working there, and that program kind of blew up from there. And you know, we started working with students that teachers wanted in, so we started an after-school program for teachers, and I had also created... An online wellness platform pre-COVID. And when I looked up one morning, we were doing live 5:30 AM workouts in 2017 on Zoom. This is before Zoom was what it is now. And almost all of the people that were in there, like 20 people were educators. And I was like, this, I just need to go in. I'll go all in on Teacher Fit. And we kind of developed the brand, did a free challenge. And now multiple, multiple school years later, we have kind of just been doing more and more working with educators and continuing to inspire and helping teachers be like our motto impact by example, because I know if we can impact teachers, they can turn around and impact students through wellness.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about the need, because I know, obviously, you started in 2017. And we were where we are now, (laughs) the landscape has changed dramatically. So, you know, in regards to let's touch on uh, student mental health. You know, what were the needs that you saw in education? Obviously, you're working with a wonderful education leader, Hamish. I've had the pleasure of meeting him, he's phenomenal. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the work that you were doing in that school, what were some of the things that you saw that you were like, oh, you know what? I can address this through Teacher Fit?
1: yeah so originally it was looking at just the obesity epidemic that the country and the world is facing with regards to both adults i think we're up the almost 75 percent of all adults right now are obese or overweight in the us and that trickles down to the students right and we were in a very low income high risk area for that and i would have students who would come to my gym after school who had never moved never played a sport you know obviously they're on 100% free and reduced lunch at the school i was working at not getting the highest quality nutrition so i wanted to take an opportunity to help be a small piece of that fight and work with kids number 1 to give them an opportunity to move i think we've all seen and i've talked a lot on my podcast about less and less opportunities for physical education and recess and those types of things i've got a fifth grader uh right now and he does pe i think twice a week sometimes And I'm like, what does twice a week sometimes mean? Is it always twice a week? Is it not? So trying to solve that problem, giving kids an outlet. I know a lot of the mental health issues with students, anxiety, depression are triggered by physiological responses. We're eating poorly. We're not moving our body. We're not getting enough sleep. All of those things contribute. So that was the original impetus to start our after-school program. And then when I got into the school system, I quickly realized that educators were also in the same need. Like they don't have the resources of corporate America. When you look at corporate America, you look at the Googles and the Facebooks and all these fancy companies that have high quality cafeterias and massage services and unlimited PTO and great health benefits and all of these things. Those things didn't exist in education. So the next problem we started to address was how do we bring high quality, proactive wellness to education and leveraging technology. We're like, hey, we can do this online because we started doing it at the school. And then we were at two schools and three schools and it was like, this doesn't reach, this doesn't have the impact that I really want. So we transitioned online and we went from, you know, our three local schools to 50 in no time, schools signing in to do teacher fit and having access to fitness and yoga and our challenges and just giving teachers an opportunity to take care of themselves where they are. And I think that's what is still missing is that we do our wellness night in education and people come in and talk about things that are offered in the local community or my personal district. When I talked to the the wellness facilitator in the district, the, an employee of the district that's just in charge of wellness, her answer was there's a gym in our headquarters. And we're in one of the big, biggest school districts in Virginia. And the gym was open from nine to three every day. And I was like, well, when do the teachers get to come? Well, you know, sometimes we do stuff on Saturday mornings too. And I'm like, I don't think we're speaking the same language. We're looking for proactive solutions to get teachers moving, eating well, so that they can turn around, have energy for their students and set that example for them.
0: Yeah, I love what you're talking about. It's in regards to the proactive piece. So, you know, for teacher fit, what are some things that you're doing to combat, you know, what you just were referencing as far as the obesity problem, mental health, and then of course, nutrition?
1: Yeah, so we have a full library now of content the The first one I think most important for teachers preventing burnout, stress, anxiety, all those things that are associated with a challenging uh, work life. We have a mindfulness library, and that can be guided breathing practices, guided meditations. It can be mindful tools. It can just be you know thought provoking messages to set a baseline for mental health uh, throughout your day. Additionally, obviously we have a full fitness class library, and those are the classes that range from you know, I'm in my, my basement or in my living room, just doing something simple body weight up to kettlebell and dumbbell classes, whatever works for you. And then we've got a full library of yoga classes as well. And then the big thing, and it gets everyone excited are our wellness challenges. We just finished our summer step challenge where people were getting thousands and thousands and thousands of steps every day. It was like mind blowing how, how serious people took it and they were very impressive. And then we have our our fall back to school challenge, which we kick off here in a few weeks. And then we have our big school challenge uh, in the new year. So that covers building healthy, sustainable habits with a focus on nutrition. Because just like the everyday people, teachers just, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know that when they go to the grocery store, it says healthy, it says low fat, it says heart healthy on this box of cereal, but it's all not true. And we just try to educate and give teachers an opportunity to connect and hold each other accountable through the kind of the the group and the community to again take care of themselves and set that example
0: nick i want to touch on something that's pretty exciting because you've got a a new program student fit advocate and me and you have had a conversation about this and as a person who speaks on trauma informed care and you know sel practices uh i got pretty psyched about what you're putting out there so if you wouldn't mind i'd love to have you share out, you know, what Student Fit Advocate is and you know how it's gonna help students as far as their emotional wellness?
1: Yeah. So during COVID, we had always had our student fit program, which was focused on fitness and yoga for students. We had a lot of after school programs and PEs, especially during COVID, that were using it. And I was still mentoring students that I had worked with in my after school program. I we had since transitioned, I had moved states, and I would connect with these students and they would tell me they're at home alone. They're typically a single parent household. That parent was working and they were lonely and bored and scared and all of these emotions. And I would ask them, do you have anyone else you could reach out to in your school? Is there a school counselor? And the answer was always, no, I don't know who who to reach out to. I don't know how to reach out. And I was like, okay, we got to do something more. How can we figure out how to help, how to change this dynamic? And then I started interviewing counselors from all of our teacher fit schools. So we had worked with probably close to 400 schools at that point and reaching out to the counselor like, hey, what do you need to help impact your students? What are the problems associated with where you're currently sitting in your career field? And it was always, I don't have enough time. I've got 300 students. I'm never in my office when they come for help and all of these things. And I was like, okay, what can we do? So we've built a daily mental and emotional wellness check-in platform for students. And the most important part of that platform check-in, I think, is there's a button after they check in with some simple emojis, I'm doing well, uh, I'm stressed and overwhelmed, I need help, whatever it may be, there's a button or a box they can check that says, I would like to request help. And whoever that student's advocate is, whether it's a homeroom teacher, or a school counselor, or an administrator, or a coach, whoever it may be, will get a notification that says, hey, Josh just checked in, he's not doing well. In the box, he wrote that He's having problems with bullying in physical education class, and he would like help. And that notifies that student's advocate so they can proactively seek out that student to provide the appropriate intervention to help that student, whatever it may be. And we tested it out our first year with about 6,000 students. And it was both exciting for me to see the check-ins, but also devastating at the same time, because I I knew students were in need. But when you see them typing and asking for help with things like parents abusing drugs and suicidal ideations and they're getting bullying and they don't know if they can do it anymore and checking in for friends that are that are having suicidal ideations, all of those things coming in on a daily basis and then checking in with counselors and they're they're providing those interventions and saying, Hey, we were able to address this. It was just again amazing and, and devastating at the same time because you it just puts words to what you think is going on. Um, but I'm really excited about the program. We're, this year, we're releasing version 2.0 with a lot of feedback from our school counselors and principals and district leaders who have used the platform for the past two years that you know provides really accurate data tracking for the whole school, individual sections of students. And then each individual student, you can look at their trends. How are they checking in? How many times are they requesting help? Um, and then you can obviously leave counselor or, or advocate notes so that, If I'm a fifth grader, next year I'm in the same district, I go to middle school, those notes will stay with the student. So their new advocate can look back and say, okay, Josh is one of my new students. What has Josh been going through up until this point? So when they meet with that student, they start to provide those interventions or provide that guidance. They have a better frame of reference. They have self-awareness or awareness of the situation, provide the most impact
0: possible. Yeah, I love this so much. We had done check-ins at our campus, but it was specific to the teacher. And a lot of times they use like a Google form and whatnot to see what the student needed for resources. But I love the fact that it's implemented campus wide and then all teachers have access to this. And then the reporting piece uh, to see those trends and to see where the student was. And then also, you know, when a student's going from elementary to, let's say, to middle school, it's not starting all over and right. people having to uncover what's going on or what was implemented that worked. I mean, it's it's all right there for you. So fantastic platform. Thankfully I've got to see kind of the back end of things with this and I definitely recommend Student Fit Advocate. So if you're looking to, you know, help in regards to mental and emotional wellness for your students, this is definitely something that I would love to preach about because like for instance, you were talking about how prevalent trauma is within our students and a lot of times we just don't know it. You know, a kid put on right. puts on a smile and goes in every day to the class and you, you would never know that something's going on but you know deep down there's something much bigger going on so um, this gives a, a safe space for that student to to check in and and to share with their advocate on what's going on this podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to
1: get you there you can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast now let's
0: get back to the episode I also want to talk about uh, teacher fit back to school challenge. I know you got something going on pretty special. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so this is a, an exciting part of the year. I know for educators as they walk back into the classroom, back into the building as staff that we want to, again, proactively, you're going to keep hearing me say that, proactively establish those habits that they can hold throughout the school year. They can build consistency that are going to prevent burnout. And allow them to manage stress and keep them healthy and happy and functioning as educators throughout the school year. So, we do our back to school challenge. It's a 30 day wellness challenge, it's 100% free to whoever wants to participate. And it's going to be two parts this year. We're super excited about how successful our step challenge was and all the feedback we got. So, we're continuing that into our back to school challenge. So, part one is going to be a step challenge. Our goal is to encourage educators to grab that teacher that's in the classroom next door or do it as a as a group like hey we're gonna have our own internal school step challenge and instead of running out the door at the end of the day or coming in last minute to uh to school we're gonna go and get you know 5 000 steps in after school together build that community that camaraderie talk to each other de-stress after a hard day so that's part one the step challenge and then part two will be weekly videos that go out and focus points that are around mental health nutrition and physical fitness so each week we'll have a focus and we'll give little challenges throughout like hey this week we're focused on building self-awareness so i want you to write down or track what you're eating just so you can look at it at the end of the week and say oh i thought i wasn't eating enough but i think i'm eating enough or whatever it may be so little tidbits every week and then this this year an additional part of the challenge. If you're looking to be, uh, go a little bit deeper, get a little more accountability, a little more coaching. We have got a lot of ask for small group accountability. So if you're looking for that next level of challenge, we're opening up applications for an eight week small group challenge. And we've already got a lot of people interested. We've only got 15 spots. I was kind of taken aback by who all wanted to be in it. Um, but if you want that next level, that's also an option when you register that, hey, reach out. I'd like that next level of challenge.
0: I mean, if you build it, they will come, right?
1: That's what they say. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think especially at the beginning of the year, folks are really honed in on working on their mental health and constructing practices are going to sustain over the year. And so this is a perfect way for folks to you know, get into that back to school challenge and to, you know be a little bit more healthy, both mentally and physically. And you said that was free. I know there's other opportunities for folks to get tapped into. I know you you all have a newsletter and a podcast. So folks are looking to get some additional resources in regards to teacher fit. How would they do that? Yeah,
1: I think the easiest way would just be to go to our website, teacherfit.com. Everything's on there. You can sign up for the free newsletter. We're bumping it up this year, this school year. We're going Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, it comes out with free resources that includes educator mental health breaks, student mental health breaks, fitness classes, yoga classes. I share my favorite health and wellness podcast each week on Friday. So if I'm listening to Andrew Huberman or whatever health podcast, and I think it's it's beneficial, I'll share that. So again, 100% free resource. Our goal is to eliminate the boring wellness PD that you're required to go to and you want to skip and just make it consistent and proactive and give you that resource. So check out the website and the cool thing about advocate, it's definitely the most exciting program for me and all of our schools or districts that sign up for our student fit advocate, get teacher fit, 100% free. So all of your staff will have access to the teacher Fit pl- platform as well.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about that actually, because, you know, now I'm thinking about it, you, you touched on it just a little bit, but for the student fit advocate program, you also have that unlocked for the students to go in and to learn through videos on how to, I don't know, for instance, deep breathing or something like that. Yep. As far as a mindfulness activities, and I, I thought that was such a huge component to the program because I'm just thinking of students that are, you know, in high emotional state, don't yep. know how to, you know, deescalate themselves, where you have a bunch of resources built into the program for the school to provide to the students. Will you just speak on that just a little bit more?
1: Yeah. So on the platform, every student and staff member will have access to our student mindfulness library, which you were just speaking about fitness and yoga, but in that mindfulness library are a bunch of breathing practices, guided meditations and mindful tools that students can use again, to regulate themselves, to deal with stress and anxiety. And the the best example I've heard a, a, a counselor share with me who used the platform was, she had a student who was very anxious in testing. And obviously we all we all know testing's gonna happen whether we like it or not. And it's a physiological response. She would get hot and sweaty and her breathing would escalate. So she went on the advocate platform with the student and said, hey, let's go through this breathing practice together. It's box breathing, a four second in, four second hold, four second out, four second hold. We're gonna go through it together. And then now that you learn this skill, when you start to get that anxious feeling, whether it's in testing or, you know, you're having a fight with your friend, whatever it may be, I want you to slow down and go through this breathing practice. So something, again, a a tool in the toolbox of that student that they can start to help themselves physiological, physiologically to help their mental health. So powerful.
0: I just love that, that you have that provided for the teachers and for the students to, to have that resource. So uh, I want to ask you about leadership development. So, Of course, my listeners are here to not only hear about the wonderful things that our guests are creating and putting out into the world, but also for them to learn some actionable steps. So if you wouldn't mind sharing, if there's something that aspiring or current leader could do tomorrow or next week to enhance their leadership journey, what would you recommend them doing?
1: So I am a huge proponent of leadership by example. When I went to officer candidate school back when I was 18 years old for the first time, And then into as an instructor, the Marine Corps is huge on setting that example because whether you like it or not, how you carry yourself, the actions you take every single day are either going to inspire or not inspire your team. And if you're not willing to do the work and to go the extra mile that you're expecting others to do, it's gonna have an impact on your ability to lead. So my number one tip always is to lead by example. People will see what you're doing more than hear what you're saying but if you can demonstrate it and then back it up with you know the speech you're in a much better place so i'm a huge ductus exemplo is over the door of officer candidate school leadership by example and you know that's my number one thing
0: nick you were just working so hard to combat so many different important issues in education and i'm i'm just so excited to see what all TeacherFit is going to expand and, and touch as far as you know, working with teachers and students, specifically with like burnout and mental health. And I want everyone that's listening right now to be able to connect with you in some way. So what's the best way for them to connect with you on social media?
1: Yeah. So we are very active on Twitter, Instagram. We have upgraded to the TikTok these days. That's where everyone's going, I guess. Um, So it's teacher fit, wherever you're, whatever platform you're on, you'll find us. Um, Yes. Shoot me a direct message. Again, you can go to the website. I think all the leaks are on there as well. Uh, Subscribe to the newsletter. And I would love to connect with anyone that has questions or anything that they need support.
0: Yes, definitely reach out to Nick. If you have any questions or need a piece of information or inspiration, he's definitely available to you. Of course, I'll have all of these links here on the show notes and on JoshTamper.com. Nick, it has been such a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more in the last couple of weeks here, to be connected with you, and then also to see just the the fantastic ways that you are just combating, like I said earlier, these pillars in education, which is the mental health, fitness, and nutrition. I know our students and our teachers are sitting and, and not being very active uh, throughout each day, and I just love everything that Teacher Fit and yourself is doing, and I just want to thank you so much for being on Aspire to Lead.
1: Josh, thank you so much for the opportunity. And again, it's it's been an honor to get to know you as well. I love the work you're doing in leadership. Leadership is very important to me. So I love seeing humans like yourself doing good work in education and leadership. And then now, you know, your focus as well on the mental health of educators and students is inspirational.